down in the Cougar locker room. In his locker room is Kalani Sitake, head coach of the BYU Cougars. Cougs 27, Texas Tech 14. Kalani, congratulations to you and the guys. Thank you. Good, 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 good to win. Oh man, it has to feel great. Really good. How proud are you? Are how proud are you of your team for the way they bounce back from a tough week? Yeah, I mean, I, I was proud of them during the week, and, and I think that's always a hard uh, situation when you're coming off a loss like that and, and not playing your best. And then, um, you know, I, I think the guys uh, just wanted to get focused and, and work on the little things, and I thought it played pay, it paid off. I, I think we can. Obviously, if you heard me in the in the post game, that we can do better. But uh, I'm probably going to say that every game. But I, I, I um, I'm really proud of the, their effort, the energy, the, the 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 things that they've worked on, the improvement that we've made from last week to now. Yeah, we don't get to hear what you say in in the post game. So everything you say for us is fresh and new, Kalani. All awesome. new, awesome. I'll tell, I'll just repeat everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <clears throat> I want to know. It's just crazy, Kalani, because. I, it's not like you guys change your coaching style. I know every week you put it on you, and that's that's fine. And TCU, you put it all on you. But in a game like this, when I just watch players play, it's not like you guys coach something new. It's just your guys respond to the coaching that you've been giving them, and how nice is it to see them respond and put the performance on the field? Yeah, I think I'm glad you mentioned that. It's just it's just the, uh, you know, when, when you know that these guys can – you want them to realize their potential, and you want to want them to realize how how good they are. And I think sometimes guys uh, they don't see what we see. <clears throat> it's just trying to get them to to get the same vision, and, and I think that takes some time. Uh, in, in an impatient world, nobody wants to hear that, right? But <clears throat> I, I think for, for us, um, just uh, sometimes keep, keeping things simple, and then also giving them a high level of expectations, and that they can get there. Is, is one thing I think we we still have some new some new bodies to the system on offense and defense and special teams and um, we're still working through that but it's also some new schemes that were done especially on defense where uh, if we take advantage of the the scheme and take advantage of some of the plays that we, we've had set up uh, we can create some turnovers create some disruptive plays and then we had that tonight I just wish that we would have taken advantage of the ones that uh, Jay and I see that 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 uh, that we let slip by, and that that's the goal. Make make sure that we get that done next week. Kalani, this is not an X and O's thing, but at some point you're going to have to have some kind of good explanation as to why you guys are 20 and one in your last 21 night games. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> next week is a day game, so um, you know maybe uh, um, an eclipse will happen for us. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but but we to say that it's not a factor would be unwise, and and. Uh, I have to rethink everything. I have to meet with a sports scientist. We have to see, see what we're doing differently. And um, it, there, there's probably a bunch of factors that go into it, but we have to address it. Otherwise, uh, and I just want to see us play at our best. And, and it can't be because the timing or because we're groggy and we're flat. Uh, and and that, that's on my that's my responsibility to get that done. So we'll, we'll keep working hard for it. All right, Kalani, I need your help here because I think I'm going to take a lot of heat from BYU fans. I gave the player of the game to Tyler Batty, and I gave the steel man of the game to Nice Amahe. And I know that there were turnovers, and Eddie Hecker did his thing, but you can only pick one. I just gave it to those guys up front because they held this team under their rushing average. They held Taj under his rushing average. Tyler Batty was an absolute nightmare with his anger and his aggression after being spit on, and Nice Amahe controlled the middle. Am, am I way off in giving those guys accolades? No, I think that's, right, that's the right thing. But I, I also think that um, 
there's other guys on the field that are doing it that 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 it's unsung heroes that are making it work and the 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 problem if if we're not being effective and not executing well it's an 11 man problem and it's okay that uh, a couple guys get the credit or get the the you know the 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 spotlight when their opportunity comes but um the thing i love about what those guys do is that they don't really care about the accolades and the spotlight they just do it and it's what they they work hard when nobody's watching you know so i've seen those guys when they come in and they put in the time in the film room and they they study and they work in the off season and they're working on their craft when nobody is watching them and um and sometimes it goes unnoticed hands you see these little intricacies things that happen on the field and you can see the, that it makes a huge difference but um batty look at the way he covers on on punt i mean he he's making he's forcing fumbles you know and uh but we we know we what we get from these guys and, and the whole team they they work really hard it's a lot easier for us as coaches to work when when they have an unbelievable work ethic and a lot of that comes from their families and the way they were raised this is a number i tweeted out a short time ago kalani it's interesting uh when when a team gains fewer than 300 yards the odds probably aren't in your favor that you're going to win the game. It's not because it's not a very big number. And in the first 11 games you coached at BYU, when your team had fewer than 300 yards, BYU lost all those games. But since then, BYU's won five of six with that number. You're finding ways to win games when maybe you're not putting up the numbers you'd like to see offensively because you do other important things. Tonight, for example, you're plus five yards in average starting field position. You're plus five in turnover margin. You're perfect in the red zone. These are high leverage moments, and your team excels in those moments. When maybe not everything is clicking at 100%, you're finding ways to make the biggest plays in these games. That's why you're winning these games. Yeah, and, and, and control what you can control. I think sometimes it's easy to, and I'm glad you, you see that. That's why I love your insight, Greg, is that sometimes you, you just look at yards and you look at explosive plays and you say, well, we should be killing the team, but uh, you're forgetting all the little little details that matter, and you can find ways. That's what makes football so exciting is that you can find ways to win even when one phase isn't working as well or it's not going so smoothly. Um, and, and, and a lot of times for us, when that we have to work on the complementary football, working off of each other, and then you can find ways to win games. I, I, I'd rather win games where the stats are all in our favor and then you can just end it and not have so much drama at the end you know it's like i kept looking at the score and i'm like oh my gosh i should have gone for it on fourth and five instead of kick the field goal and i'm like i'm trying to keep it uh three scores i'm trying to get it but but I, I think uh the key is that the guys work really hard we focus on on all the stuff everything matters all of it alignment your assignment your technique where you're supposed to be we need to be accountable and when you do that then that helps sh- uh, shape the the scoreboard, and then people look at that and they say, "Well, then Greg can figure it out." Yeah. That, that every th- every one of this has a piece of pie in in the success, and glad we were able to get the win. By the way, a couple things before the break here. Uh, Ryan Rico had a 70-yard punt that would have been an 84-yard BYU record punt, breaking his own record. If that great returner hadn't got back to catch it, I think it would have gone into the end zone, and it would have been 84. Either way, it went 80 in the air. That was just a massive kick from Ryan tonight. But, of course, we see him a lot. Still, we have to say that's still incredible. Yeah, he, he's a, he can flip the field. The problem was the return. I think they got a big return they on did. it. But we still got a good net off of that, right? So, um he's got a strong leg actually texas tech had a really good punter and and kept kept 
kept us. Uh, yeah, they were both good. Well, yeah, and and I think it made it made it a little bit of a battle in the field position. Um, you still won it. Yeah, we we still need to get better though. But I I, I feel really good about everything. I I love what Kelly Paping has done for our special teams, what he's done for our defensive end group, and um, it, it's really cool. I I like how he works and how he teaches all our on our t entire team when we have special teams meeting he teaches them a complimentary football how do you want how you want to um, build off of it every play and uh, it, it comes he, he he kind of foretells the the, the situation and it, it actually comes true is really brilliant by the way BYU's punter and Texas Tech's punter are number one and number two in the FBS in active career punting average so you had two good kickers out there tonight before I give it to hands before the break here uh, I've had some social media people ask me to ask you and I don't even know what it's about because I missed it somebody said it looked like Kalani was cradling something on the sidelines in the first half do you know what I'm talking about or what they're talking about you Great. were hand you were handed something on the sideline that you were dealing with does that make any does that ring any kind of bell an official hand you something yeah he, he gave me some stuff and it was like i don't know exactly what it was like it looked like um like contact care uh contact uh i don't know it looked like some carrier that had contacts but four of them huh and i'm like so they gave it to me like <laughs> i'm like well they're not mine i don't wear contacts you know and uh, but but I just turned to everybody's like, well, I guess I got to hold on to this for, for some reason. But um, yeah, it, it was I missed all that, and so I'm I'm, I'm as curious. As I, I didn't know what was going on when I saw these comments on social I, media. I got to be careful. People are watching me do that every man. move. Got, apparently, yeah, yeah. I got to be move. careful about my my the gum that I'm eating, and if I <laughs> it, hopefully don't pick my nose during. during no, the apparently game, the cameras caught you uh, holding this stuff gently, like it was something important, <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on. But I'm glad you solved the mystery. It was I don't know the keys to the game. I guess there I have no idea. Uh, don't don't pick your nose brother yeah there's been no. a couple of coaches caught in that <laughs> hey uh, after this week of practice did you know you were going to play well i have a feeling it's always hard to to, to um when you think something's going to happen and then it doesn't it's, it's frustrating last week it didn't didn't not expect that game and that performance from our team i thought i even thought we we're going to fight back from it and the guys did fight back but i thought i thought the energy uh, was really good it's good to be home but what we need to realize when we go on the road, we need to create our own energy because um, you can't just feed off of the home crowd. To, the home crowd is was awesome. Are you kidding me? It's like such a huge advantage. And um, Jay keeps talking about it over and over and over again. And and uh, you know, in team prayer, we Jay gave a prayer and, and thanked the, the the fans and, and the, the energy and the, the the advantage that it gives us. We, we need to create that from the sidelines when we go on the road, especially when we go to Texas next week. And that's that's what we're going to try to work on. Because I, I, I feel like um, that, that creates belief and creates this momentum. And um, we, we had a bunch of guys on the sideline going after it. And, and so when we go 70 strong to the team to on the road, we gotta got to find a way to get that going. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and get some concluding comments with Kalani Sitake. His team goes to 5-2 and two on the year, 2-2 two and two in the Big 12, and gets his first win over a Big 12 veteran team. That team was Texas Tech. Final score, 27-14. This is Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Head coach Kalani Sitake is with us. We're going to get into our economics partners' valuable stat of the game as we get back with Kalani. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is economics partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And we're going to go back to what BYU did to begin the game, and that is score a touchdown on the first drive. Under Kalani, BYU at home is now 18-1 when they score a touchdown on the first possession and 32-2 and overall when they score a touchdown on that opening drive, and it happened again today, and that got you off and running. You never lost the lead, Kalani. Let's just do that, and then just call it quits <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, there should be some kind of waiver, like if BYU scores I, I first, because, because of that. the stats. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Now I'm just going to be so like anxious to see what happens the first drive. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, that means good things are happening. I, I felt, man, it just felt, felt really cool to get to see those guys be able to make plays and, and Keaton be able to throw the ball. If we, if we can just... Give him time. If you can give him time, I promise you. I've seen this guy throw. He will. He will. He will get some. He'll do some really good things for us. And there, are, there are plays out there where you're just like, oh, if we just block a half a second longer, this guy's making a big throw for us. And and um, we got to get that done though, because because he's such a weapon for us with his accuracy. Keaton, 15 for 27 today for a buck 27, two scores, no picks. I know you would take. 30 rushes for 150, five yards of carry every game. That's what you got tonight. Yeah, and, and uh, just some hard runs. I mean, just put your head down and get get what you can. Uh, Texas Tech does a good job at, at trying to stop the run game and uh, with that big front. Uh, I thought I thought overall I like the way the backs hit the hit the gaps and hit the holes. Hence, you probably see that yourself. You're like, okay, this is a different feel. And um, I, I felt like if we just didn't get behind the, the chains in the second half, on first down, we took some some negative plays, and it's like, man, let's not put ourselves in that position and talk about winning. I talked with you, Greg, about winning the first and second down, and when you take such a huge loss in first down, it causes so many problems for us. Um, and and, and we got to find a way to fix that. And, and if we can stay in the positives and get third downs more manageable, we'll be able to convert first downs and get more points on the board. Yeah, the average third down tonight was third and seven, which is actually less than BYU's average coming into the game, so there were some steps made that way. Aiden, by the way, uh, Robbins, not, not not a huge night running it, uh, and he was 3.1 yards per carry, but he was a heavy runner tonight. He, ha- he carried it 16 times, had a couple of nice games, moved the sticks late when you want to lead the game out. I thought it was a good first game back for him. Yeah, it's good to have him healthy and, and running strong. I mean, he's a big boy. Can and get his pads leveled down. He can run some people over, and he'd have to do that to, tonight. I'm just glad that he's back and healthy, and uh, we can count on him and LJ to be be guys for us. You know. So preparing for this game, how much did you prepare for Baron Morton, the second string quarterback, and how much did you prepare for Jake Strong? And then, when did you finally find out who was actually going to be the starting quarterback? Well, I think for us was the the rather than the focus be on the cor- the quarterback is more about what we're going to try to do. We wanted to establish taking care of the run game because regardless of who their their um, quarterback was going to be, we felt like they were going to try to get um, Taj going. They were trying to get him, uh, kind of get him to be a factor for them and having success. And we needed to keep him bottled up. And I, th- I thought for the most part we did that. There's a couple plays that was like, guys, just just secure the tackle. We're trying to, you know, we we didn't we didn't he bounced off of and broke some tackles when we should have had negative plays, but negative loss, uh, um, a negative result, and he ended up gaining a little bit more yards. But that's what good backs do. It's what our guys we want our guys to do too. So uh, I think when you do that, and regardless of who the quarterback is, you can really rely on, on. And if you get ahead in the score, you can rely on them having to, they have to 
they have no choice but to put the ball up in the air. And we had some third and longs that we couldn't get out of, and that frustrates me and Jay so much. But we'll work on it. We'll keep getting there, and, and hopefully get some inter some interceptions, some sacks, and some disruptive plays. Just we dropped a couple uh, interceptions. That yeah. Just as simple as just go out there and catch the ball. But and then it cost us that I think crew had a. Uh, had an easy catch. Uh, Eddie had an easy one, and I think the you know when you don't do that, it, it hurts, and especially when they scored a touchdown on that drive. Uh, by the way, Aiden um, was the more, more primary back in the second half. Was that just was, was LJ okay, or did you just want to get both guys a look? Is LJ fine? LJ was banged up a little bit, but he was fine. He was okay. fine to go, and, and I th we just felt like Aiden was in a really good spot at that point, and. Uh, just went with a hot hand right there. But so LJ is okay for next weekend, right? Yeah, we feel yeah. like he's going to be okay. He, okay. he had to go get a couple things checked, but he's going to be okay. Hey, tonight's crowd, 63,523, practically a sellout. And uh, Joey McGuire talked about how the rock end of the stadium, he said, made things difficult on his team again. He said, we've had some miscues at that end of the stadium. And you've seen that before, haven't you? It, it, it's the uh, it's such a huge advantage. And I, I, I hope they know how good they are and how um, – that's why we took them when we wanted to kick that direction. We wanted to play football on that side, and and uh, listen, the, they're they're loud. And they have a lot of energy, but the north side is loud too, and 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 the the east and and west side. There's just noise all over the place, and so this is a this is a the, the energy is awesome. Um, there's an advantage for us being here at home. You can see when other teams come here, they're just they're in kind of in awe with how our fans are. Um, you can you can hear the things that they say, and I, 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 it's disappointing that there were some some things that took place on the field that that weren't really sportsmanship like, and and we, we could do better on our end to to make things better too. But um, I'm glad our guys were able to control it, and um, I, I'm pretty sure that our fans are great to to their fans, and uh, just I just want to keep showing off our fans and how great our fan base is. Kalani, other than that 72-yard reception to Xavier White for the touchdown that went over the top, I felt like the safeties were fantastic. I thought they played a lot of good football tonight. Crew Wakely batting that ball that landed in Eddie Heckard's hand. Eddie, uh, Ethan Slade with a fantastic grab and a big-time play. Both of them were physical at the line of scrimmage, uh, cutting off the outside edges. Um, I, I felt like it was the best play from those two, and I'm interested, is Talon Alfrey getting close, and could he potentially add to the safety group? Talon Alfrey, he's practicing. So he practiced last week, practiced this week. He's really close. He was non-contact last week. Um, he's still non-contact. We'll evaluate him over the weekend and see what he looks like on Monday, but he's really close. I know he's, if you ask him, he's ready to go, but but we got to be smart, like like we did with Aiden. And when we can get him healed up, we'll get a better athlete instead of trying to um, trying to force him to play too early. We we have enough players to take care of everything right now. Um, but I can't wait till we get some guys back and, and get some guys, even some guys that are currently on the team, get them more healthy. Hey, Kalani, two of the best catches a BYU player's ever made have happened in a few weeks here uh, within each other. Chase Roberts at Arkansas. Darius Lassiter on the sideline opposite you tonight. Did you get a good look at that from uh, where you were or no? I just saw the replay, but but um, I thought I, the, here's my problem is that <laughs> they make these catches, and they do it in practice too, but I'm like, Chase, just catch that one. I don't know if you remember. The, there was one right in the middle that he had one hand on it, and I'm like, I, I'm becoming spoiled because I was like, I expect him to catch that, you know. But um, we, we 
is a really good thing when you have guys that, that can that have great um, ball skills, and um, you know we will keep working. I, I, it's so nice to see Darius make that play, but man, we we have so many guys that can do so many great things. It's been really cool. You know, Kalani, I've always heard just different conversations with you over the past, and people are like, "Hey, back when Lavelle was with us, hey, do you call Lavelle for tips, or do you call Andy Ridd for tips?" I'm just wondering, will you call your old teammate? Steve Sarkeesian for some tips on what to do this weekend. <laughs> no, that one's uh, he's doing a great job, man. And and uh, they had a wild game today. Did they? Kalani, oh, what was the score? Yeah. They were up twenty-one nothing on Houston, and that was a twenty-four twenty-four game in the closing minutes. They scored. Texas scored to win at thirty-one twenty-four. Wow. Okay. Well, good. Where, where was the game? The game was in Houston. Oh wow. Awesome. Well, yeah. and, and I saw that Oklahoma had a close one. So, oh yeah, uh, th- this conference is no joke, man. So we're we got to get everything uh, fixed as much as we can and be ready to roll by the time we go and see Sark and his boys. And I'm excited. I mean, he's he's a good friend. He's been great to me throughout our careers in coaching. And so, I, obviously, we we won't be talking this week, but I'm pretty sure after this year, he and I will be talking again as as often as we do. You know, I, I know that there were some rumors coming out of this game as well, and I, I haven't been able to secure anything, but I know that Quinn Ewers took some big hits, and so I'm sure you'll go back, you'll look at the film, but, Greg, I know you heard the same thing, that Ewers was walking out of the stadium and, and things didn't look like he was all on the up and up. So this should be a big one, Kalani, and you just talked about it, kind of keeping that sideline excitement and trying to bring that fan energy with you on on the road, how are you able to do that in a in a crowd in an environment like like Texas? I I think here's the thing we we get we get so much energy from our fans and the the when when we played TCU they put them so far up in the nosebleeds <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Texas will probably do the same and and we just need to show uh, get our guys to generate the excitement on the sideline we've done yeah. that before and 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 uh, but they're so impressionable with our fans because our fans are so. They such a huge impact and influence, uh, but we, we need to get our guys to just be like, hey, we on the road, we're going to be on our own, our fans are going to be pretty high and, and spread out, let's just go and let's embrace the noise, and then let's create our own noise on the sideline. Kalani, I know the goal isn't only six wins, but it's a fact that when you get to six, you can make some plans that every team wants to make. And it's a meaningful thing, right, to, to, to get – you've got numerous opportunities, and whenever it comes, it comes. But uh, it's still something you can say is a milestone or a landmark for a team in a season. It's one of your goals every year, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, this this next game is the most important game of the year because it's the next one up. And it's an opportunity for us to know that we can earn another time to play together. So there's a, a high sense of urgency for us to get that, uh, get that sixth win and uh, – to create more time to spend together because we love each other, man. We want to. Uh, we work so hard for the 12, the twelve guaranteed ones that we get. So it'd be, it's always nice when you can extend that. What what is more important is, is uh, the practice. You get those practices that are. Uh, it's it's like having another spring ball, and for for a young team and for so much of development that we need for our young guys that are filling in for the veterans and when they move on to the NFL. Uh, we, we, those will be really, really important for us. You know what I like? The fact that it's not 1 a.m. right now as we're signing off with you. I kind of <laughs> like, nice. like the 5 o'clock starts because you get the feel of a night game without having to get off the air at 2 in the morning. I so know. Nice. I feel like I, I got no excuse now. I got to go to church. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, too, Kalani, it's so nice seeing the guys do what you coach. I mean, when you guys coach these guys' butts off and coach them hard, and they go out there and they do what Sione Puha told them in the middle and what they do with Gennaro Guilford, 
teaches them at the corner, and they do in the pocket what Aaron Roderick shows them. It, it's just it's it's what this did is it refreshed everybody's memory that this coaching staff knows how to coach, and these players when they come out and do it. This is the execution, and this is the outcome. Now we just need to see it against Texas. And, and you can win with culture. Uh, culture can win you games. And I know that um, strategy and scheme and all that, but uh, you can really win with the connection. With um, That's very true. I mean, that, that, that's just you, you've been part of it. Yeah. Hans, and, 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 Greg, you've seen it too. That the close teams find ways to win. This, these, this is a close group. Uh, they trust their coaches. And, and nothing's ever going to be perfect, but – we know one thing, we, we trust each other, we love each other, and we'll keep building on that. And I think you've heard our, a number of our players talk about that often. And that, that allows you to trust each other, never turn or point fingers uh, when adversity hits. And, and, and we've been able to go through some adversity and find ways to become stronger because of it. And that's what we've got to keep focusing on. Well, great night and a beautiful day and night to be at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Final word for you on, on the sure Again, we're we're able to see this this sea of royal blue from our vantage point it's really beautiful to see and i'm not sure how it looks to you down there but i know this is one of those special nights you've just had in this building oh it's 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 awesome i i i keep i keep thinking thanking him father for for this blessing of being able to be this coach and be around such wonderful people and mm-hmm. it's it's uh i i'm living a dream and, and nobody wakes me up yeah amen brother thank you kalani we'll see you next week Love you guys. Love you fans for being here. Appreciate your drive home safely and know that we love you guys. Looking forward to seeing everybody in Texas. Thanks, Kalani. Thanks, guys. All right, that is Kalani Sitake.